Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, what if it works? Murgatroyd, how are you this morning? I am ducky. You are ducky. Well, today- What does ducky mean anyway? Like uh, it means I'm swimming and someone's throwing me bread. Like what is, why am I ducky? Have you ever been bit by a duck? No, I have. you've been bit by a duck? I can still feel the teeth. Wait a minute, was I there? No, I don't think, maybe you were. I don't know. I feel like I was there for this. I don't know, but I do remember being bit by one and those fuckers do not mess around. <laughs> they will bite your finger off, but that is not what we're here today to talk about. Why was your finger near a duck? Are you feeding them? I was feeding them, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I was there for this. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so what we are here to talk about today is what if it works? So let me set the stage for you, okay? You have two ends of this coin. End number one is let's play stupid idea time. We're trying to come up with something that's gonna help us. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with our party game that Kim and I came up with, stupid idea time, it's basically brainstorming that gives you permission to be stupid. So it's those it's those ideas, you know, if you're not like willing- Like pet rock, let's if be you're, honest. If you're not willing to explore bad ideas, you're probably not going to get a good idea. So give yourself permission to, be to say stupid idea time and allow uh, allow it to flow. Okay. Well, on the other end of that spectrum is if you come up with a stupid idea, and we'll use the example when we were brainstorming how were we, how are we going to be able to replace our income when I was trying to leave the chiropractic profession and get out of it. I still needed the money from it. So we had to come up with ideas to replace my chiropractic income. And so we played a little game called stupid idea time. And one of those stupid ideas were... Okay, so we were obsessed with going to this little foot massage place. 
you pay 30 bucks, you go in and you get like, uh, you lay in a comfy chair, you get a blanket and they like rub your shoulders and their, your head and your feet, hopefully in that order, because then if they went from the feet to the head, that would be gross. Best, but anyway, best 30, 40 it's bucks. It's the best 30 bucks that we ever spent and we loved it. And so we said, what you if- You didn't even need a happy ending. You really didn't. Oh my God. I mean, you have, honestly, it, you really wouldn't have needed a happy ending. Is there any time you need a happy ending? Daily in a massage, yeah. I need, oh, a happy, no, 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 I need, a, I need uh, a happy ending uh, 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 right now. Oh, right, but not in a massage. Let's be clear here that you're not you're not perving through massage parlors looking for a happy ending. Not this week. Oh my God, Robert Victor Anthony. No, I'm not. Okay, so we were obsessed with going, and so what we sat down with and we thought through was okay. Stupid idea time. What if we take our our knowledge of running a clinic. Because we did have in our clinic, we had um, medical, we had physical therapy, we had chiropractic, we also had massage. So we understood the concept. We we could run, um, we knew the advertising that was a slam dunk. Like we knew how to do a massage or medical business. It's what we know. So we were like, what if we parlayed that into something where Rob was not necessarily a provider in it and I didn't have to work the front desk? And it was something we liked, like a massage business. And then we could uh, do a chain of them, or we could do a, uh, what's the word? Like you, you go in a franchise. franchise. We could do a franchise uh, and sell a franchise. Like we're watching Shark Tank. We're like, let's make the best massage place ever that's not creepy. And then we'll Shark Tank it and do a franchise and get... Um, as uh, Mr. Wonderful says, something in perpetuity, I believe, and all of those things. And so we we were so excited. Do you remember what it was called? No. Cloud Nine. Oh, it's Cloud good name. Nine Foot Massage. And so we came up with the the thought, I think that was called that, or maybe we went to one named Cloud Nine. No, we went to one called Cloud Nine. We, we never named it. Yes, we did. We, we wrote a business plan well, for there, it. Well, there is one called Cloud Nine. We stole oh, it. Maybe we, we stole, stole it then. <laughs> McDowell's. <laughs> Fancy feet. I don't know. Anyway, so we wrote a business plan for it. Like we got detailed on this because we knew we could do this. It was something in our wheelhouse. So you have, so before you get to the punchline, so before you get to the punchline, so we have a market. Yep. We have a skill set. Yep. We, we have, know how to market it. We know, we know 100% and, it would be successful. And we're personally a consumer of it. And we're personally a consumer of so it. So we're like, okay, this is- Slam dunk. This is great. We're going to be foot massage people. And we could do one in Georgia, test it out, and then move to California, and bring open it another one. They like that. They like that. Of Why course. not? It would okay. be amazing. So what was the problem? Uh, the problem is it was a stupid idea. So this is where you bring in the question, what if it works? Okay. Let me tell you what would happen if it worked. <laughs> if it worked, I would basically be a chiropractor that was dealing with smelly feet. Okay. Well, you wouldn't be actually I the would, person doing it. I would it. still be the one that is managing the, you know, in, remove chiropractor and insert foot massage therapist and you have the same concept without insurance. It is the exact same scenario. I would have been I would have been inside of a brick and mortar building from nine to five, which is what I particularly and specifically wanted to get out of. I would be in healthcare 
ish, which I wanted to get out of. Oh, and by the way, my chiropractic office did have massage in there. We massaged the feet and everything. <laughs> um, it was the stupidest, I can go on and on and on, but to accomplish the goal that we wanted, this was not what we wanted. Okay. So we learned this concept and the concept is to ask yourself, what if this works? Well, the answer to that question is if it works, it would have been largely a lateral move from what I was currently doing into what this new idea was. See, but this is why this question is so important. I would highly recommend testing any idea you have to what if it works for your personal life, for your day-to-day life, for the lives of your kids. How about relationships? For your relationship, for your everything. Because this idea... If we only looked at, will this be a successful business, which is what a lot of people do. I I do ideation with people all the time, ideation sessions. I sit down with them. They give me their idea and they're like, do you think it will be a successful business? That's the only thing they're actually caring about in the moment. What if it does work? Let's look at everything else. So what if that worked and we we had the one in Georgia and then we had the one in California and then we had a few more and we had like 10 of them, right? That was the dream. What if we started franchising it? Well, what does that look like? That looks like having a shit ton of employees. We don't like that. We don't like those. Having all of these brick and mortar businesses that have require overhead. We don't like that. It requires one of us or both of us, most likely, managing some aspect of these clinics. Me probably handling the the staff, the hiring, the firing, Rob handling the metrics behind the scenes, which is exactly what we did in the clinic. And basically, the only difference would be that we wouldn't be physically tied possibly, but we would have to make consistent appearances because we are the owners, right? So all of those things, we would have an insanely, I know Rob with everything in me, if we had done this, we would financially have an insanely successful business. Personally, we would hate it. Uh, We would hate we would feel like if we left, we like we couldn't travel. We would feel like fires were happening constantly. We're constantly putting out some fire. Someone's quitting. Someone's stealing. Some someone wrote a shitty review on Yelp. Like there's a gazillion things that could go wrong, and we would be handling all of those fires. We would, like you said, probably be working nine to five in an office somewhere. Like those things are not what we want our dream life to be. So the entire point of us doing a dream life course and the way that we're doing it, we are starting with the dream. What do you want your life to look like? Rob wants to work. He wants to wake up early, do his morning routine, work from eight to noon-ish, and then spend the rest of the day enjoying the environment we live in and enjoying his family. That's his dream life. Great, start there. And then let's reverse engineer that. Stupid idea time, massage thing. Nope, that's not gonna allow him to live that dream. Although it's a great idea and could be a financially successful idea, it's not the one that is gonna support the dream life. So we see this, we may have talked about, I can't, my brain is so like mushed. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, or I think we did uh, in a previous episode, or if this was just like a one-on-one conversation, but a lot of people want this, idea 
of a successful business. This idea, I want to speak on stages around the world, but they don't really match that up with the life they're trying to create. So everyone I know, I want freedom. I want financial freedom. I want time freedom. And then they lock themselves into some sort of business that gives them maybe financial freedom, but not time freedom. And when they started, they really wanted the time freedom. So they decided this is what I do, kind of like us with this massage idea. And so I think that people start this process wrong. They start with success and business in mind instead of would this what if this worked? What if this was wildly successful? How would that impact my life? What would my life look like? How would my life change? What would that be? How could I like that's why for me, I chose when we did this network marketing thing, we played stupid idea time. And the one that was in the most alignment with the life I wanted was network marketing because it allowed me to work when I want, where I want. I need my phone. I need to love a product. And that's it. Like that fit into my life. So if I was homeschooling, sending Sophia to school, you know, whatever, doing a podcast, whatever it was, I could fit this in the pockets of my day and build a successful business. That's why that worked for me because it worked for the life I was trying to create, not just be financially successful. One of the things that I think is really important when you do this stress testing, which is going from, you know, brainstorming on one end to what if it works on the other end, is, you know, Shakespeare, I believe, once said, I believe it was Shakespeare, know thyself. And, I've got a super successful friend, uh, Darren, we've spoken about. He's the first episode I've ever interviewed on, on the podcast. And, you know, he is rapidly working on uh, creating a billion dollar company. And his day to day, I am now convinced that he loves. He enjoys, he's got a, um, a company culture called Happy Eight Hours. Um, I would have happy eight minutes with my company. <laughs> happy hour and a half. Happy hour and a half because I fucking hate employees and I want, no, but he gets off on reading the late, the latest Harvard review article on how he can create a happy place. And, you know, he's got a bar that a beautiful high end bar that's put in there. And he wants to go on vacation with his employees. Like, you know, he is like, I want to kick him in the balls and he wants to hug him. Like you know, if you we want to are- be, if you want to be an employee, he would his business would be an incredible place to work. It's perfect. I mean, it's it's an amazing place to you work. You bring your dog, all the things. Yeah, right? and he wins like business of the year where he is in Seattle. But he loves it. He loves it. And you it. would hate it. And I would hate it. So my point is that you have to know yourself. And it, it's, you know, we're creating this free dream life course now. Uh, and if you want to get that dream life course. So if you want the dream life course, text the words dream life to 310-388-9724. And when it's available, we'll send it to you. So most of the people who are at a stage in their life now where they're they're just, they know they were made for more and they know that they want to get out of it and they want to do something out of their current job and they want to get into something else. Their eye is on the financial prize. And if, if they can, re, which is what we originally opened the show with, which was what I wanted to do was replace my my current chiropractic income. Well, yes, it ticked that box. It would have ticked that box, but it wouldn't anything else. So be very wary, uh, not wary, that's the wrong word. Be very clear 
on what you, a great exercise is to write what you want your day to look like. Just like if you, if somebody had a gun to your head and said, you have to live this day, it's Groundhog's Day. And I get it. Anytime you have to do the same thing over and over again, it's eventually going to become boring, but you get the idea of the exercise. If you had to live a day that would excite you, you know, what would that look like? And, you know, for me, Kim alluded to it, a couple hours work in the morning, you know, up at six, um, done by 12 or one at the beach for two, three hours, and then with my family for two or three hours. That's kind of like a perfect day. Like if somebody had a gun to my head and said, you got to do this forever, I, I wouldn't be upset with it. Right. So it's working. So you have to stress test what if it works against what your perfect day looks like. And if it doesn't fall in line with it, then you're going to have to make the decision. Do I want to do this and be wary of this trap? That's where the wary part was coming in. Be wary of this trap where you say, well, it isn't perfect, but I'm going to do it anyway, because eventually I'm going to be able to have the day that I want. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, tomorrow isn't promised. And sometimes you have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. I get that. But if you're making a change in your life right now, I would say, why not make the change? If you're going to go through the challenge to, to make that change, why not make a change that is completely going to be the, the, the change that you want to make in your life? I'm sorry. I'm literally writing down quotes that you say because you're so good today. Mm. So I'm writing them down. So I think I think we nailed it. I think that's that. So start asking yourself, what if this works? What if it works? Because, and again, go through all the areas of your life. What would your day-to-day look like? How does this affect your relationships? How does it affect your family? How does it affect all of these things? And you know what I love about this, Rob? Mm. I know we're, we're adding this to our Dream Life course, but what I love is it fits so perfectly in that, that uh, decision-making matrix because it's like, the probability of things working. And what if this is wildly successful? What if this is wildly successful? How will that shift your business? How will that shift your family? How? Do, but don't just look at the financial upsides, like Rob's saying. Really look at everything. How does this shift your lifetime commitment-wise? What does that look like? What is everything? You want the full picture. So when you're going into something, you can fully go into it understanding what is what is about to go down versus being like, oh, well, the financial part of this is worth it. So I'm willing to sacrifice everything in my life to make the money. You know, that's most likely, if you're listening to this show, most likely not your jam. Like, I'll give you an example of this. I have a lot of friends who are coaches, right? They're, um, we'll call them life coaches so everybody understands what it is. Many of them are out of that business now. And the reason why they're out of the business is because it's not a scalable activity, right? If you're, you know, you can only do if you're, you know, I don't know, if you're working an eight hour day in in a perfect world, you could do eight of them, right? And it requires a tremendous amount of focus and attention. For me, the what if it works is perfect. I like helping people. It's enjoyable to me to watch people grow. I like the texts that I get in between um, my day saying, hey, I'm working on the thing we talked about. Can you help me get unstuck here? It's in my nature to want to help them. And it's in my nature to want to teach. So what if it works is perfect. Now, it isn't a perfect 
business because it's not scalable, right? I can't, we can't sell a thousand coaching like we could sell a thousand courses, let's say. But what if it works when I apply it to that is I get to wake up in the morning excited about coaching somebody and excited about watching their personal brands uh, grow. So um, go ahead. What were you going to say? I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, my brain is buzzing with how well this clicks into parts of our course because, okay, so what if it works and it's wildly successful? Well, then I'm going to have a million people wanting to coach with me. Okay, so what if that works? What's that going to look like? Now, using our decision-making matrix, how, how can you mitigate the downsides. So you're listing the downsides out with the what is it, how did, like, what if it works? And then you're moving and saying, how can we mitigate those downsides? So for you, coaching, you're only, you're taking applications. People can't just purchase coaching with you. Whereas a lot of life coaches just throw up a link in a sales page and they're like, buy my coaching package. You are, people have to apply to work with you. You have to make sure they're a good fit. You have to make sure that you can help them. You have to make sure that they're all in because you don't want to waste their time and you don't want to waste yours or money. You have 10 spots. You are limiting yourself to 10 clients. So you are mitigating the downsides of right. an unscalable business right. because you enjoy it. And so you won't have that burnout a lot of coaches get because they're just taking anyone under the sun, getting frustrated because people don't take action and yada, 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 right? So- You know, this is such a freaking good point because now I'm looking and I'm realizing I don't have one client, not one that I don't enjoy working with and that isn't executing on what we have discussed. So really good point. And that's because you have, you've done the work on what if this works and then went into our decision-making matrix. Oh my God, I need a new name for that. And really fine-tuned and mitigated any downsides. I, I am so excited for this course. Like I can't even, so I'm gonna give you the number again. If you're excited about it and want it, text Dream Life to 310-388-9724. And also, Rob, what's the link for your coaching? Uh, work hard, play hard, podcast.com forward slash coaching. So you can fill out an application if you are the take action kind of guy or gal and uh, see if he has a slot open. For whatever- Which I'm looking at right now. And I think you have one. Yeah, I think I think we do. Well, that's it. Do we cover everything? I, more than More than more enough. than enough. It's time to go? It's time to go. What do you want for breakfast? Uh, uh, I don't eat breakfast. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.